Welcome, everybody, to Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybal Inc. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm here with road warrior extraordinaire Howard Tybal. How are you? I'm trying to figure out how you were going to. That's good, Pete. I'm trying to figure out how you were going to introduce the idea that I'm calling from my cell phone in an automobile that's air conditioned in 98 degrees temperature. (laughs) You painted a fantastic picture for this. This is the life of of a road warrior podcaster. That's right, and I'm parked in front of a really good coffee place, so that's my next stop after we're done. Excellent, excellent. We just we should we should be tracking you on a Google map somewhere, so we, people can actually <laughs> follow along, follow in your footsteps. I, I want you to be in front of the next Street View car because we need you waving. That'll be oh, what. Yeah, that'll be our next thing. You know what we're talking right. about today? We're talking about uh, you know we're getting ready for Ikubo coming up October sixth, and you are as usual a uh, a fine participant and presenter. Uh, in this year's Akuba, October 6th through, what did we say, 6th through 8th? 6th through 8th, I think. It's it's in that time frame. I'm looking right now. In Baltimore. Yeah, 6th through 9th. 6th through 9th in Baltimore. And uh, very excited to be a part of that again. So we thought we would t- share for a few minutes, as we are wont to do, to talk a little bit about what you are doing this year. You're presenting again uh, at Tybal Inc. Is, um, is, as usual, going to be well represented. Uh, tell us a little bit about this, uh, about this, the, the uh, presentation that you're going to be delivering. It's, it's an old favorite, yeah? Well, actually, that's actually, yeah, exactly right. They, uh, they, they actually framed it, at least, I'm not sure if it's going to go in materials like this, but this backed by popular demand there. So this was a presentation that we gave, uh, we meaning it was uh, Maureen Murphy and Mike from, from Emerson and Mike Lockhead from Holy Cross around how to step back and look at roles and responsibilities in your division and department and think about how you can structure your area so it can be most effective and efficient. And they they went through a process that we had done with them uh, in similar, but in some ways different ways, because they have different objectives and, and uh, you know, they could, it, there are different elements, you know, people at different stages in their career. And, and ultimately the, the presentation was very well received. And, and they said, you know what, we should, we should offer this again. So that the, the nature of this is about uh, organizational structure and how to be more relevant, or how to be increasingly relevant to the strategic plan. Well, and that's what I'm. I, I'm interested in your sense of how this topic is evolving, right? I, you know, there's this sense that I mean, you've given the topic before, and and uh, you've given this presentation before. It's kind of a, it's in your back pocket, but it, these issues are are fluid. Uh, what is your sense of how uh, how finance organizations have have uh, adopted this sense and willingness and courage to change? Part of it is these leaders are getting old. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I was pre- hoping you'd smile. Pre- Actually, the people I'm working present with company are not excluded. Old. I, I'm sure. No, no, we're all you. You too. No, <laughs> no, no. Here's what's there is an an interesting element of this that has to do with uh, succession and. I mean, this is not going to be a surprise to anybody, but in the next five years, there's going to be a significant turnover in leadership uh, at in, in many at the VP levels. And let's talk specifically about the CFO level. Uh, many of them have worked at these institutions for a very long time, and they're looking to 
uh, either retire out, maybe go into consulting. Uh, and as a result of this, what's going to happen here is that these leaders are now looking at their organization saying, how do I position, how do I, before I even go there, whether it's three years or five years from now, or even what are two years, how do I position our division so that when I do leave, we're going to be in a better position? And some of it has to do with figuring out who's, who's at bat, you know, who's up next to take over my role. And this is something that higher ed has been challenged with and that everyone's had their head down so much over the last, since 2008, the, the focus on succession, which of my existing AVPs, can I elevate them into my role? Uh, do I have the right individuals in this role? And I think couple that with the increasing demand and public pressure that's happening on the financial side of the house, these leaders are now recognizing they have a strategic role. And I think the presidents of these schools are going, you know what, we've got to find a way to weave the financial side in. So it's all, it's like this perfect storm that's coming together. And I think the, the leaders who are, who are taking this seriously are, are saying, we got to find a way to have our work be recognized as relevant to the institution's needs. Fascinating. So we're talking uh, in many respects about uh, leadership legacy in times of really extraordinary transition. And, and absolutely. And, and I would say if we took 10 different CFOs, each would have a different story about where they are in the continuum. For some, it's not front and center. Some of them are, you know, that's not even on the radar uh, because they're not planning on leaving anytime soon. But that's, you know, it's being a bit facetious. But in the ones I work with over the years, that is coming, and that is a factor. But I'd say that obviously the bigger factor is around relevancy. And the, the most recent, you know, powerful language that I have heard used in a project they're work, working on is an institution uh, head of administration looking at this team that we helped put together and him saying, and, and everybody nodding their heads and getting in at different degrees, degrees we are vulnerable. Right. And this is an institution that it actually, you would never know, you would never think they think that way. Uh, but some recent occurrences at different institutions and enrollment losses, and there, there, are, there are things happening out there that the schools that are finding a way to raise this level of urgency, uh, I think it's coming. And and although there might be some skepticism who, from people who've been in higher ed for 30 years, they say, you know what, this is just rehashing the whole thing, the same thing over and over again. I think the, the difference now is that the pace of change is increasing, and there is greater uncertainty where this is going, especially with the introduction of all these different uh, ways of uh, where higher ed is sort of under attack between the MOOCs and between for-profit institutions looking how to uh, bring industry practices. It, it, it is coming together in an exciting, but for some, uh, an, overwhelming, uh, an overwhelming way. And, and we're fortunate enough to be in these conversations. 
I'm, I'm, uh, I, I think this is going to be a, a fascinating, this is a fascinating t- time to be hosting these kinds of conversations, and particularly this idea of the new skills that are required to adapt uh, that are different than the skills that were required 30 years ago, particularly in the context of pace of change. Uh, and, uh, and so this is, uh, this is as always, a, a wonderful presentation, but I think it just keeps getting better. Uh, tell me a little bit about this panel discussion you're hosting uh, on Wednesday the 9th, the last day. That's right. That's the other piece. So this is this is really interesting. So Jeff Salinko wrote wrote a, a wonderful book uh, that really speaks to institution. He, he's the uh, you know editor at uh, Chronicle of Higher Education. He wrote a book called College and Bound: The Future of Higher Education and What It Means for Students. It it reads uh, on many different levels for 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 a parent, for anybody who's interested in higher education and understand the dynamics that are going on, it really paints a very clear picture of the challenges that we're front and center with. So what's happening is Ecobo has invited him to come and speak, and then uh, right after he speaks, I'll be facilitating Jeff, and then, this is going to sound like a joke, a provost, a president... <laughs> And a, you know, walk into a bar. It's, I, it, so I, my understanding is it's a provost, it's a president of a, a community college, and it's a CFO, I believe, and, and Jeff. And we're going to have a discussion about some of these challenges he's speaking to. And at their level, what are they doing about it? How are they attacking it at their institution? So the, I think the really exciting thing about this is that it's not a panel of CFOs, right? It's not a panel of provosts. Well, and I, is, let me let me just jump in here because I, yeah. as much as I really do appreciate your your joke about these people in a bar, I do have those names and titles. Is that something we should uh, we should be sharing? It sounds like you might not have those in front of you. Sure, no, no, I don't have them in front of me. Please. Okay. Uh, well, we've got in addition to uh, Jeff Slingo, editor at Large Chronicle Higher Ed, we have Peter Stearns, provost and EVP for George Mason University. We have Will Reed, chairman, chair of the board for the Davis Foundation, and Sandra Curtinitis, president of the Community College of Baltimore County. And yeah, uh, so that's wonderful. The correction you just made was we have a trustee, and, I, and I'll tell you that. Having that perspective uh, at the table is also going to be very interesting uh, for this for this uh, group of CFOs in the audience listening to this diverse perspective. I this the the diversity on this panel. I think just not to not to you know uh, underscore this inappropriately. I think having a chair, a private. And a community college that is addressing a massive audience, uh, or, or you know, audience of students in the community, is uh, I think that's such a a robust uh, set of experience on stage. So it should be a great conversation. Oh, and, I know. And the last time you handled these these these, you know, at much uh, prodding, uh, you were taking questions via Twitter. Uh, for your panel discussion, I assume you're going to be doing the same actually, thing. Actually, no. You know what? Well, that's a great point. No, it was actually the last presentation I gave. We did the Twitter thing, uh, but yeah, we will. It, part of it will be a function of how big an audience we have. But if we have, it'll be giant. Two hundred people in the room. Yeah. It'll be giant. You know, at least thousands. Yes, thousands. We're going to. Yeah. We're going to pack a room that can hold fifty with four hundred people. Yeah. So we'll, you know, that, that'll be fun. Uh, but the answer to your question is. I will like to continue that practice because I think there's great value in doing it. This can be a function of um, how this plays out. You're not going to be flexible, Pete. You know, 
You know, know me. Oh, I, I, <laughs> do I ever? You're, you're, so, you're, and you're constantly pushing me to, you know, read this new technology, <laughs> and given how old I am, you're you're very welcome, Grandpa. My kids uh, remind me of every day. <laughs> and by the way, one of my kids is in college now. I know that's that's got to add a few grays, huh? Well, one of them. It's more. It's it's fascinating to be on this on the other side of this. Yes, you know, to be the parent of of one of these uh, one of these. Uh, Kids going through the experience, it's 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 a whole other ball game. It's it's definitely a wake up call. You okay, know that that may be that may be something for a whole separate episode. Uh, uh, that's a fantastic yes. uh, question. So uh, any uh, anyhow, uh, related to uh, folks being in touch with uh, uh, with you to submit their own questions to the panel, we absolutely want to continue that practice. We're just not quite sure how it's going to play out at time of recording. So just uh, uh, you know, uh, hang out uh, at tybelink.com slash ikubo2013, and you will find all the instructions you need uh, for how to get in touch with Sarah, Twitter, Howard. can you give them the yeah, Twitter? Yeah, yeah, your Twitter, uh, the, the, the uh, main Twitter account is just at Howard Teibel. And uh, that is uh, it's very, very simple. Uh, and I will definitely take uh, Twitter questions. Excellent, 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 excellent. And uh, so uh, stay in touch there and, and keep up with us on the and, and prepare for a great closing panel discussion. After that, it looks like there are going to be three uh, synchronous drill-down sessions after the panel discussion, which hopefully will give folks a chance to really put into, um, into yeah. context and, and practical application. And and they're repeating this practice yeah. from last year that that was very successful. Yeah, I can tell they're really they've learned some great lessons about about making this a, a really actionable event. It's very exciting. So exactly, uh, excellent. Anything else you would like to share as we prepare uh, for uh, uh, the big day? No, I'm just. I'm, it just continues to impress me uh, the way I'm, I'm seeing more and more CFOs coming into this conversation with a genuine interest to uh, to not just sort of focus on uh, sort of the mechanics of being a CFO and, and the divisions, what they're supposed to do, but really finding a way in to make some of this change happen or be really more responsive to the needs of these changes. And it, it, more than anything, Pete, I think it opens more questions than answers. And, and what I'm seeing is more and more leaders are saying, all right, we're willing to be part of that conversation. And it, so it's a very exciting time. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a great reflection. Uh, you know, it's something you, you and I have certainly talked about, this idea of personal courage leading to professional and, and educational success. So. Absolutely, which you show me all the time. You're my role model on the personal courage side. Amen. Amen to you, sir. Uh, this has been a great conversation as always look forward to seeing all of you please come up say hi say hi to Howard tell him how much you love the podcast we sure appreciate you listening uh, you can catch us at tybelink.com or in the iTunes store just search for us we're on Stitcher Smart Radio you should absolutely check us out there if you're a Stitcher user uh, and um, uh, again thanks for uh, thanks for your participation and lending us your ears for these few minutes we will catch you next week on Navigating Change the podcast from Tybelink Inc.